Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to another edition of the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast with Ricky Romero and Josh Tolley. I'm your host, Bethel Duran. It's a lot of fun. We haven't been together in a while. We miss Tolley so much, and we're doing it on a Monday. Why? Because, look, people, we got a lot of stuff going on here. Like like, like that scene in Bull Durham where they're on the mound, and he's like, there's a lot of shit going on right now, man. You know, candlesticks make a great gift. Like, we got fuzzy cameras. We got all kinds of other stuff, but the audio is good. And before we get to Ricky, sorry, Rick, I talked to you all the time. Totally, I missed you, man. I missed you. Where you been? Boys, it's been too long. It's been way too long. <laughs> um, well, between between shuffling a little bit of work, uh, Little League Baseball, travel ball tournaments, um, and then a little traveling down to the city um, this last uh, last week. It's been, uh, been action-packed for like a month. Man. And Ricky, you all right? I'm I'm doing good, man. Yeah, I'm gonna be traveling to Toronto tomorrow, and I think it's more more stressful leaving the family for the next nine days than anything else. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. Wait, uh, wait, I mean, other than that, it's it's. Is it more stressful for you or your wife? For her, but yeah, yeah. Oh, go to Toronto, I, have uh, nice big dinner. Hey, I know all about Toronto now. I know all about Toronto. You know, I'm a man of Toronto here. So we had we talked that about that last week. And for those of you watching on YouTube, we're sorry for the video issues right now, but the audio sounds good. That's that's why you should subscribe to iTunes and Spotify. But we do have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, you know, I, I made my appearance in Toronto last uh, was it last week, two weeks ago, whatever it was. Stocky took care of me. I went to. Uh, Everywhere in Toronto. Uh, I met the grounds crew. I met Dino. It's a great time, Tolly. Now I know what you guys talk about. And I was looking for your statue there, Tolly, in that big glove. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it up there. Uh, Somebody must have knocked it down already. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get going. I'm I'm glad we're all back again, man. It's been a while. I feel like a lot has happened. You went to Toronto. I'm going to Toronto tomorrow. JT was... uh, his legend status grew even more last week in uh, New York, or he lives in New York, but I, I, I feel like he lives in the way different part of New York. That He lives in uh, Canada. I know where he lives now. He's in Canada. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, how was, how was that trip? How was it seeing the boys again? Johan Santana, your son catching the first pitch. 
dude, did you get your painting? Did you give him shit over that? Talk to us. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so 10-year anniversary of the Mets no-hitter was amazing. Mets absolutely they killed it. It was an awesome, awesome event. Um, from we did a little media get together uh, prior, like at three thirty. Brought the family onto the field, went up to the suite, came back down, and uh, had the whole family on the field, and then got to watch uh, my son catch the first pitch at City Field. And when Jay Horowitz, the um, he does all the alumni stuff for the Mets. When he called to ask if Camden would like to catch, um, it was a no-brainer. And oh. it gives me goosebumps, uh, puts a hair up on my um, – stands a hair up on my neck. But um, watching him take the field, that's the most nervous that I've ever been on a major league field, hands down, was my was, son was being he nervous? behind the dish. Was he nervous? How he was he way more it? calm. He was, Yeah, he was way more calm than I was, that's for sure. But I think he was nervous. Um, Monday night, he kept asking me what to expect. And I, um, <laughs> I said, buddy, just stop the ball. Make sure it doesn't go to the backstop. <laughs> uh, let's get the, for, we have back in the history. It was a 10 year anniversary of Johan Santana throwing an no hitter at, uh, in New York city. And they had a reunion and Tolly was there. And what he's talking about in the picture that I'm showing is Johan's son threw the first pitch to Josh's son, Cam. And it's a cool video of it. Uh, where Johan is standing next to him, his son on the mound, you're standing next to your son at the plate, and you mentioned it, that that was really cool. How did that idea come up from, and where did it go? Well, I, I think it came up because Johan, Johan can't really throw anymore. And oh. I, I think Johan mentioned that his 13-year-old son would, would benefit from it more, and he thinks it would be a good idea. So... Oh. With that being said, it made sense to have my 10-year-old catch his 13-year-old. Um, and Johan, poor Johan's son, um, he, he was nervous. He was really nervous. Um, and, dude, he, he fired it. It didn't bounce. My son caught it in the air, missed a little arm side. But it was um, – I mean, it's a moment that I'll never forget. I have so many pictures and videos. And my son went to school on Thursday. So we got home Wednesday night, went to school on Thursday – and it was just amazing. I mean, the teachers were – they watched all the video in the class. It, it was like – it was definitely a highlight of, of my son's life. That's for sure. He yeah, was definitely cool. signing autographs that day. That's for sure. He was signing autographs? No, I told him he wasn't allowed. I told him he wasn't allowed. <laughs> what, did, what did Johan have to say, man? How's he doing? Johan's doing great. Uh, he's coaching some Little League baseball himself. And um, I, I didn't make mention about the painting, but he did tell Terry Collins. He did tell Terry Collins that he has a bunch of paintings at home, but he hasn't had time to send them out. <laughs> Why didn't you say anything? Hey, dude, I gave him my address for the fifth time. How many times can I give somebody my address before you get the hint, yo? <laughs> huh? Did you no, tell that, him you have a That had to have been a – that had to have been a good moment. Yeah, we we need to have him on, dude. He he'd be a great guest. He would be a great guest. He would be a great guest. Now, so I didn't talk to him. I, I would he he's not very good at getting back. But leading up to this event, we were texting back and forth. So now I figure I won't talk to him for another about like nine and a half years. 
So you're in New York City. Johan responds to you a little bit. Uh, There's a picture that was out there totally that was pretty cool of uh, you and TC, Terry Collins, and Johan inside uh, do the media session. What was that like? Yeah, that was amazing. So Buck Showalter did his uh, media um, prior to that, and Uh then we went up and just – I mean, I didn't really. It was mainly for Johan and TC, but – um, it was great. It was New York media at its finest. The first thing they want to know about the pitch count. The second thing they want to know if the ball was fair or foul. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it was a great day. The, the Mets, I, I have to tell you, and I, I know I keep saying this, but the Mets did an absolutely wonderful job um, and, and making it special for all of us. Yeah. No, and that's, that's so. pretty neat. Um, that's pretty neat when organizations go – uh, above and beyond, um, I know the Toronto Blue Jays do it with their alumni too, and they do such a good job. Uh, so that had to have been a special moment for you and Johan. And dude, it's crazy that it's been ten years. It's like you're looking back at it. I remember watching that game, and just we're sitting here now, ten years later, and it's like, where did where the hell did time go, man? That's crazy, dude. It feels like I, that's the thing is like it's insane to think that it's been ten years already. What's twenty years gonna feel like? You know, it, it just time flies. I mean, it, it does. It feels like it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get a chance to interact with any of the players, the current players? Um, so they, they did mean, something really they're, cool. They're so on a roll know, right now. You know the Mets? They're on a roll. They threw a, they threw a combined no-hitter. And yeah. they brought all of those guys out. They brought James McCann and the five pitchers out um, for a for a photo. And I thought that was awesome. Like it, it goes with saying, like that—that's that, like the Mets being pro again. I—I I, I thought it was great. Yeah, no, yeah, that's it, cool. Yeah, it looked like a like a fun time. Yeah, and uh, right you now, know, hey, we, let me tell let me tell a quick story. My son is in love with Pete Alonso. Okay. Absolutely loves him. <laughs> Pete Alonso is doing a. Uh, we're in the media room at like three o'clock, and Pete Alonso was doing something for SNY. First guy to walk in is Pete Alonzo, and my son's like, Dad, that's Pete. So, of course, the, the guys are, you know, I mean, it's just how it is. When you played, the guys are more apt. So he came over, oh, nice to meet you, said what's up, my son. I don't know if he still washed his hand. He's like such a fanboy over it. <laughs> that's a real baseball player, Daddy. That's a real baseball player, he used to say. <laughs> so what is that? Some washed up guy that he doesn't remember, which I probably was, right? Like I was a knuckleball catcher. <laughs> so, let me get this in perspective. Okay, so you live in upstate New York. Um, and once again, the video is delayed, but it's all right. Just keep on talking and we can hear each other. It's perfectly fine. That's good. And that's why you should subscribe to iTunes and Spotify. Uh, and now we keep our numbers going because the numbers on the actual audio part are doing great when I check the metrics. So thank you to everybody supporting the podcast. But Tony, back to uh, you. So your kid Cam was what, 10 years old, right? He was 10, yep. Okay. So in where you live in upstate New York, are in your area, are you the only one that people know played pro, pro ball? There uh, there's a couple guys up here. There's a couple guys up here that have played pro ball. Okay. So I'm um, going with this is when but, Cam went to school that next day, just like how you said it, and everybody knows there. Does everybody in the town watch that right there? Everybody's tuned in? Yes. 
Damn. Everybody was tuned in. It, I mean, dude, it was I, – I walk down the street right now and people say the Mets did an awesome job on the ceremony. That's cool. That's like, cool. yeah, there was a lot of people tuned in from upstate New York here. Uh, and now for Cam, you uh, – and you also – you took your wife, you took your kids. It was a great experience for your family. But Cam's the ball player. He's been on the podcast. He's like, yeah, I know who my dad is. Yo, he's a little starky too. I like that. My kind of guy right there. My kind of guy. He's a ball yeah, player. He's he playing the travel yeah. ball and other stuff. And I, I'm pretty sure you didn't get to experience this when you were playing because he was so small. Like how Ricky said, he wishes Sebastian would be a little bit older when you guys were in the clubhouse. But to go around and have your kids see what you saw day in, day out, how was that for you, man? Yeah, I mean, dude, it – I mean, it's twofold, right? Like, it, what I found more interesting was my youngest son, Max, because Max never witnessed any of it. Like, Cam had a little bit about, like, being in the clubhouse, and he remembers, like, shine, like taking the shoes to the guy cleaning the shoes. Okay. Like, I'd put him to work when he'd come in. But Max knew nothing. So for my, my oldest son, my youngest son to be on the field, too, and my daughter, my daughter was the same way. She didn't know. So it, it was like I, – I think it was special for them – just as much as it was for me. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, I mean, that's it's funny because, yeah, when I listen, when we watch Blue Jay games here on at home, and the the, the only guy that they that they say uh, they want to meet is Vladdy. <laughs> Even Diego, yeah. and they have obviously they weren't nowhere near alive yet when when I was playing, but yeah, they they all they Sebastian again. He asked a little bit more in detail questions about why people want my autograph. Why do they want to take pictures with me? And sometimes we can be at the airport or something and somebody can ask them like, Oh, like, Hey, you, wh why are you going to Toronto? And they're like, my daddy used to play for the Toronto blue Jays. Like that's the first thing that comes <laughs> oh. out of their mouth. Yeah. So it's, dude, it's pretty funny, right? right? I'm sure it's happened to you, dude. And it, and it kind of puts you in an awkward spot. You're like, uh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. You just like it. It's it's pretty funny, like the way that they they think it's just like pretty normal, you know. Hey, yeah, he used to play there, and but yeah, when we watch on TV, it's all about Vladdy. I'm sure just like like it is for Cam with Pete Alonso, it's like Vladdy, Vladdy, Vladdy. Yeah. Even Diego now, because Diego follows Sebastian, he's like, I just I just want to meet Vladdy, Daddy. I just want to give him a high five. <laughs> <laughs> so so Cam plays Cam plays fantasy baseball, and. He, he legit doesn't have a team because he traded his whole team for Pete Alonzo. <laughs> He's that much into it. <laughs> I said, buddy, you need other people to play with him. He, oh, it's okay, Dad. I got my guy. Oh, man. So did he get a picture wow. with Alonzo? No, because Pete came out, he said what's up, and then he had he was running late for this interview. Oh. So he's like, oh, nice to meet you guys. He gave them all high fives. And then he had a run. I was, oh my God! If there's one photo, but he did get a picture with the Grom. He was excited, Grom. So that was cool. He got a photo with him. Okay. But yeah, it's weird. Well, he he it's was weird. there. When, like he was there when you were there, though, right, Josh? He was there when you were there. Yeah, yeah, but he was a sh shortstop in the minor leagues. Oh. oh. He didn't pitch yet. Oh wow! Wait, yeah. the Grom was a shortstop wow. in the minors? Oh yeah, dude, big arm from shortstop, and that's what made him a pitcher. No way. Wow. Yep. All right. Now, Tolly, um, yeah. you know how I am. I find everything out, right? And you don't exist anywhere. Like I, like, I don't even know why you have a phone. But you also don't have social media. 
did Ward get back to you of what was being said on Twitter about you? Yeah. You did? Some of them. What'd you, what'd you hear? What'd you hear? They said, wow, this guy aged. Like, he looks like he's 55 or something, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> we just talked about it at dinner last night. That's funny that you say that. Uh, my brother-in-law mentioned that to me. He said, dude, a lot of good comments, but there was one guy just blasting you, saying you look old as hell. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, – Tolly's got the ultimate uh, Little League dad body. Uh, Tolly looks like he's aged 55 years. Wow. When did Josh Tolly get older? Some of the ones that I saw, but then Tolly, I mean, because it's all funny games. Because you do have the salt and pepper. You look smooth, baby. You look like a, you look like a catcher, man. You look good. Smooth. Yeah, yeah. But then I didn't know how much you were loved too, because in some of these comments on Twitter, it was people coming back and saying, "Without him, there is no no hitter." I saw a couple of those tweets, right? And then I also yeah. saw people like Josh Tolly was one of the first. Mets to interact with us on Twitter, we should give him more slack. Uh, it's unfortunate that he doesn't have Twitter anymore because he was a good follow. I don't, I don't remember this, but like there was a lot of, there's like a, a cult of Josh Tolley amongst Mets fans. Fill me in. Let me know. What the hell am I missing here? So, no, so that's how it goes, right? The Mets fans, when you're playing there, they, they'll, they'll ride you and they, they expect a lot. Like that's just what they do. They expect a lot. So they'll boo you and do the whole thing. But when you, what I've noticed when you're done playing, the majority of them, they do respect the idea that you played at that level. And obviously catching RA and catching this no-hitter kind of um, put me on the map. Had I not done either of those, I would just be some washed up guy, like really washed up at that point. Um, so, yeah, that's um, that's kind of – that's where I'm at. That's 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 Mets fans, and they're, they're great fans. They are. They're awesome fans. You got to take the good with the bad. Yeah, but the the fact, I didn't know that you were really active on Twitter. You, one of the early uh, followers that people were saying, dude, before Twitter ever came out, like right when it came out, I was like I I was on Twitter because I was doing some stuff for Delta Airlines, and then I just was going home and reading all the comments when I would play like shit, and I would just get blasted, and I was like my my um. Self-esteem was was moving quite low, and I couldn't do it. I said, I'm done. I'm off of Twitter. And it actually became a story um, in the paper. The Josh Tolley can't handle the pressure. Okay. Can't oh, handle the that. pressure. I guess that's what yeah, we'll I mean that that's I remember when we, when I started Twitter too. It was like it was like that too. It was like, oh, let's use it for uh to for us, it was like to interact with fans, and I got a couple guys on board, and then we started kind of getting traction. We started, you know, with with we be, us and the Maple Leafs would have funny banter. Us and hockey players would have funny banter on Twitter. And I mean, I had an account um, before I erased it too. Um, it had like a hundred and thirty thousand followers. It was crazy, like the the amount of 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 recognition that it got all of a sudden. Yeah. But yeah, you're right, Josh. As soon as you start doing shitty, it's like you start reading some of the stuff. You're like, oh boy, like yeah. this is this is crazy. Yeah, no, no, the, I I didn't hear that part totally. What I heard from reading the tweets from the Mets fans during the ceremony was how you interacted with them and you gave them insight into what was going on and people really liked it. Like I didn't, I didn't hear anything negative yeah. like that. It, it, it just seemed besides the, Oh, he's old for, he looks old at 35 because he has the gray hair. Like I just read nothing but positive stuff about you, man. It was really cool to see 
the the love that you were getting from the fans for a guy who was only there a short period of time and who wasn't the main catcher. And it was it was really cool, and it was, I was I'll say more out of respect to you, like you made an impact with these fans that they were defending you. Like people were like he's not old, you know, like they're come they're for you that you really embrace the people. Hey Mets, I, I tell you, Mets fans are are some of the best like loyal fans. I mean, think about it. Like they won a World Series in 1986 and then didn't go to the World Series again in 15. This is a big market team, right? Yeah. But like to watch that stadium now, obviously winning cures everything. So the team is playing well. Bucks doing an awesome job with the guys. But there's if if you would have seen the stadium on Tuesday night, it was just jamming. It was a Tuesday night. And I think, like, that's who Mets fans are. And, again, it doesn't matter. Ricky will say the same thing. Toronto's the same way. There's a group that's going to you, and there's the, the vast majority that will love you. And it's – listen, we're not going out there to struggle. Yeah. But people that can wrap their heads around it and get it, it makes it easier. Yeah, it was cool. It, no, it, 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 I, when people it's, were, like, uh, defending you and praising you, I'm like, yeah, like, that's my partner right there. Heck, yeah. And I didn't want to, like, interact with them, even though it was a couple times I wanted to say some stuff. I'm like, nah, because I know better than to interact with anybody New York media-wise or anybody Twitter-wise in New York because they're just going to be like, ah, forget it, you're an L.A. guy. So I just lay low. That's why I don't interact with people in Toronto. I just lay low. Uh, it was cool. But it was, it was, I'm happy for you, Tolly, that you're out there um, and that we're going to get Johan on the podcast and you're going to get another painting, right? Let me work on it. Well, let's just get the first painting first before we get another painting. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny um because it's, it's, it's true what uh what uh josh is saying when you put out a winning team the how it changes it creates a different atmosphere and stuff like that and um josh you've seen it you you've seen it with the toronto blue jays i mean when i was there you know sometimes it would be like a third of the stadium would be packed and then when they start winning with our when they start making moves which is like how the mets what, what they've been able to do and how they've been able to bring in some guys and you know and 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 add some pieces it's just crazy the buzz that it creates for fans and and when you start winning and, and start putting and those pieces start coming together it's it, honestly when 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 you see it as a fan because we're always in the middle of it when you're in the dugout you really don't like you hear how loud it is but it really doesn't like kind of it doesn't kind of like process in your mind and when you sit there as a fan you're like whoa this place is freaking loud right now like do, do you see that difference of like being a player on the field and then because i'm sure you don't go out to very many ball games um being you know obviously it's i'm sure it's a, a bit of a drive but when you do get a chance like do you right now do you see the difference in new york because they have been you know on the rise but it's like they never could put it together and we always we joke on our group chat and we say man the mets are going to be the mets like it just seems like just when they they're they're starting to get hot, the Grom goes down, Scherzer goes down, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like, what is this team like? Seriously cursed or what? Yeah. So, yes, you're right. Like, I I remember Tuesday nights at City Field where there would be nobody in the stands. Same thing in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Like that 2013 team was it was great, but like early in the season, Alex made all those trades. Things were wonderful. And then we started struggling, and nobody came. <clears throat> and then in 15, yeah. so 14 was just kind of status quo. 15, when we made the trades at the deadline, the place like, dude, 50,000 people wall-to-wall -wall screaming. I This is why I think if owners take the idea of putting the right product on the field, 
to win. Like, players want to play in front of 50,000 people. We don't want to play in front of 5,000 people. Okay. Does that yeah. make sense? <laughs> so it's like, yeah. fill that baby up and let this place rock. You're going to get the most out of us as players. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's really yeah, cool, I man. Did. No, it was funny. I had an interaction not long on Twitter, and this is before you went to New York. It was somebody was uh somebody uh uh that uh that does some Blue Jay work um tweeted out Bradley Zimmer feels like if Josh Tolley was a center fielder, and oh. I I saw that dude, and I responded, keep my podcast co-host dot dot dot, and I put the the meme of Will Smith. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's loyalty. That's loyalty. Dude, the, the dude, the uh, the dude freaking, he, he, he shot me back with the Homer Simpson uh, meme where he's backing into the, into like the Ivy. Like, oh, whoops. Nobody talks about It was about hilarious Tolly, because dude. nobody talks about Tolly. It was funny because I saw somebody um, retweeting it. I saw somebody retweet it or something on my, on my feed. And I was like, wait, 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 I can't, I can't just keep my mouth shut. I got to say something. Mm-hmm. And I did, but it was just, it was a funny interaction. Just, just so you know, I have your back. Damn right. You're my guy. Damn right. <laughs> Nobody talks about Tully, baby. Only Tula Whiskey can talk That's about right. Tully. That's Only right. Tula. I can be a punching bag for certain people. Not everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First rounders. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Supplemental picks? <laughs> nah, only first rounders can make fun of Tolly. First rounders. Yeah, that's it. That's cool. So <laughs> the reason we're doing this podcast on a Monday, uh, we will go back to a normal Tuesday schedule next week. Is we just want to? There's a lot of like mentioned. There's a lot of stuff going on. Summer's around. School's out. People are working. Ricky's traveling to Toronto tomorrow. Tolly's got like eight thousand other jobs. Um, I just came back from Mexico where I was working. It's just a lot of things going on. So we want to make sure you get the podcast out for you. So make sure you you rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. And let some people know uh, what's going on. And totally, you you didn't hear, but when I went to Toronto, I was going around the town and a couple people, hey, I got to introduce my boy Stocky. Oh, the podcast. Oh, the podcast. Oh, podcast. So we got that. And uh, the hat I'm wearing today is from Legacy High School here in in Southern California, Uh, the Head coach listens to the podcast, a couple of players. Those are the kids who are going to go out to D3 school by you in Buffalo. And, uh, you know, I went to their game, their semifinal game, just standing there, anonymous, totally. I'm, like, looking like I'm nobody. And a dad walks up to me. He's like, hey, you're Bethel Duran. I'm like, yeah. And they're playing against my brother's school. So I'm thinking, oh, he knows my brother, principal. He's like, hey, I listen to the podcast. Love what you guys say about daddy ball. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm trying not to talk about daddy ball too much. It feels like we're ranting and we're preaching too much. We're not. Guy tells me this. He said, you may think you're doing that. You're not. You're helping us because I am that dad. I'm like, wow. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't he admit really it realize to it. that. And I didn't tell Ricky the story. I was saving it for the podcast. And he said, I think I'm giving my kids encouragement when I'm not because he yeah. he's the dad that records the games with the, the camcorder and all that other stuff. And he said, I went back and I listened to what I say. And a lot of what I say is what you guys are saying in the podcast, not to say the over instruction. Like, and because you guys brought this up, he goes, my friends have told me this, but when I hear professionals say it, 
it's a different thing. He says, so let them know that, one, I love the podcast, and two, I'm going to change my ways. And I'm like, well, I told him, I'm like, we're not saying it's bad. Everybody, whatever you feel is best for you, your kid. He's like, no, but it makes sense that I was talking too much. Baseball is already hard. I think one of you guys said that, that baseball is hard. Don't talk. Yeah. Yeah. Just shh. So let, let, let me just say this. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I was actually listening to the network today um, when I was taking the kids to school. I didn't know this, and I you never as a baseball player you never want to see anybody struggle at all. On the MLB Network Radio, they were talking about Mike Trout is 0 for 26. I instantly sent that to about 15 people that I know that says this is this guy is the best player right now in today's game, and he's 0 for 26. That's how stinking hard this game is. So anybody that says their parents don't, their kid doesn't shouldn't strike out or shouldn't do this or shouldn't do that. Okay, there's your answer for you. Best <laughs> in the world right now. <laughs> oh for twenty six. Yeah, I agree. Hey, no, but you gotta and credit to that dad for for admitting that. You know, I mean, that takes a lot of courage. Not a lot of not a lot of parents would admit to to that and and actually say, you know what, I gotta change and be better. So you gotta credit him and 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 to be able to make those changes again. Yeah, nobody's trying to go out there and stink it up. Uh, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, whether you're a little leaguer or a, or a big leaguer, it don't matter. I mean, you're going out there and and yeah, like like Josh mentioned, Trout, the great one of the greatest players on the face of this earth, um, going on a on a bad skid right now. But guarantee you, he's sticking to his routine. He's doing what he's got to do, and he'll get out of it, and he'll still be the same Mike Trout that we're all accustomed to seeing. Yep, done. Yep, you're exactly right, and you're right, Ricky. Hats off to the dad because a lot of parents they can't they think that we're wrong, right? I, I still get it. Yeah. Oh, you're crazy. No, I'm not crazy. I'm actually I actually witness it every single mm-hmm. day in little league travel ball, all stars, whatever it is, dude. The, listen, the demand on these kids in today's world is a lot, absolute yeah. ton. I mean, I, I I'll just use an example, right? Like my son. He's going – this will be his fifth straight day playing baseball. Yo, like that's – he's 10. That's taxing. That's a lot. Like, hell, minor leaguers only get to play six days in a row, right? So it's like th- – listen, you sports has to change, but I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. You're exactly right, Ricky. Hats off to this dad. Beto, you see him, you freaking bump knuckles and tell him we're, we're really proud of him yeah. for uh, – Well, he listens. He and, listens and you know what? Hey, his, his kid's going to be better. You watch. Yeah. And he wasn't – the thing is, he wasn't there watching his kid. 
uh, he was watching a friend of his kid play. He just happened, like, his, like, the two teams playing, his kid wasn't on that team. He just happened to be there at the same time as me. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm getting the, oh, you're, I know your brother, the principal. And then when he starts saying the stuff, he's like, I'm thinking I'm getting the, yeah, you guys are different. You guys don't know what you're talking about. You're out of touch. I'm like, and then it was just, it was an interesting, and I, I told them, yes. the reason I learned is because Michael Thompson, who has three professional athletes, one of them being Clay Thompson and his son Trace, who's the Padres organization, told me a long time ago, sit in the corner, record, and shut up. Like, simple as that. Yeah. Um, all right. But now we got some news, too, people. Uh, a little drum roll here. Congratulations to our partner, Ricky Romero. Media Empire continues to grow. He will be on the MLB Network <laughs> Sundays uh, on Sirius XM. So if you have Sirius uh, Radio, you will be able to listen to Ricky on Sundays. Uh, don't know the times. Don't know with who. We don't know all the details. As his agent who only charges 50%, I got to get that stuff. Uh, but Ricky, congratulations, man. And uh, are you Thanks, leaving dude. the podcast? Is it over? No, it's not over. Come on. Come on. That's that's the number one thing. It, it can't be over. No, uh, in all honesty, thank you very much. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm going to be doing a show once a week. I still – it's Sunday. Sundays uh, seems to be the day. But I think I'm making my debut, I believe. I'm still waiting on the details, but possibly this Friday. I'm going to do it in Toronto, obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, shoot. I did it. Uh, it's crazy, right, Beto? We talk about opportunities, and you just never know who's watching. They asked me to come on an hour show with them and just talk shop, talk baseball. And and um, like a day later, they, they give me a call and say, hey, man, we really like the way you interacted. Um, you know, would we have an, a spot available? Would you be interested? And boom, you know, and 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 for me, and we've always talked about this. Uh, it's all about reps and, and getting comfortable in front of a mic. It's not as easy as people think it is. And um, the number one thing that that people who producers like Spin Raid uh, podcast and then the MLB Network Radio, it's all they always come back to uh, to to the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast. And they're like, man, we, we enjoy listening to the to you guys and i i listened to the last episode holy shit josh Tolley is hilarious as hell um so yeah i mean it, it, it it's obviously it this podcast has opened up some doors for me and um it also again it started in fun and and look where it's taken us and uh you know I, i've always obviously thrown um josh's name out there too i'm like hey if you guys ever need somebody me and him work well together and mm -hmm. so if you get a call you get a call, Josh. You know, I'll take 50% as well, too. <laughs> oh my god, I was about to see if you need an agent. <laughs> no, I did. I mean, I, 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 I just said it. I said, I said it. I was like, hey man, like honestly, if you guys ever need somebody down the line or somebody, I mean, I'm sure he would be interested. You know, he loves talking baseball and he's good at, at that shit, you know, and, and me and him work well together. You just never know, you know, you just throw it out there. Well, Ricky, I'll say this. Thank you for that. But I, doing what we're doing in this environment, like this is how it, it's no different than anything you do, right? Use baseball as an example. You develop a good breaking ball because you go to the bullpen and you throw your breaking ball a thousand times so you get a feel for it. It's the same thing with this, right? I think myself included, I'm sure you feel the same way. Beto does it for a living. But like these are repetitions. Mm -hmm. Like you've gotten so mm -hmm. much better because of doing this. And like that's the message to drive home to kids, right? Of like, it doesn't matter what you do, you have to practice it. You can't just think you're oh, yeah. going to be a natural, you know. I, I I think of our first few episodes, and I feel like if we went back and listened to it, we were like, we'd be like, 
<laughs> oh my god like yeah that didn't sound right you know but i feel like we've we've grown um and this i'm talking from like the first episode we ever shot in arizona to the first episode we had together and just the the camaraderie that you're able to build i i take it back a little bit and i watched a, a special a little bit of a special on the tnt crew the shack charles barkley and how awkward it was Early, when they added yeah. shack and how bad it was and like that the ratings just got horrible and he was trying to do too much and this <laughs> and that and and these guys, like, all of a sudden, like, it, I, I feel like I watch basketball sometimes just to stay up or, or I watch the second half of basketball games just so I can stay up and watch the, the post game for the, with these guys because it's it's must-see television. You just never know what they're going to say. So it, it's just like with anything, with reps and getting to know each other and stuff like that, it, it, you, you continue to get better. And people ask me, like, oh, where, where do you want it to take you? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm just going to go as, as far as it, as it takes me. You know, I enjoy talking baseball. I always say that. I enjoy talking baseball. I enjoy it, breaking it down. And if it takes me further down the line, cool. And if it doesn't, so be it, you know. But I feel like um, um, the more we do it, the more, obviously, I'm interested. I still don't consider myself a media person, even though Bethel tries to <laughs> always say that I'm media. Yeah, and you are. Myself as media. Yeah. Yeah, media guy, big media guy there, Rick. Yeah. Oh shit! So, You're on your way to working as many jobs as me, man. So uh, don't worry. I know. So just to clarify, I know I was, I was, I was going over the forms with him the other day, Josh, and he's like, "Holy shit, you're doing everything I got to do after every time I get hired for a new job." I'm like, "Yeah, these are weird. I've never." They're asking me. They're asking me all these weird questions. Tax information deductions. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep, but different yeah, world now. Yep. All right, so to clarify, uh, Ricky is not going to be on Sirius XM, uh, Major League Radio, and he also has a podcast with The Athletic called The Spin Rate. You can check that out. Tolly, uh, as we wrap it up, um, <clears throat> I heard that you have a real job, and I don't like that, man. That's all right. That's all right. Hey, pays the bills. So you got to do it. Hey, th these three kids, they eat me right out of the house. <laughs> you got to keep moving. Yeah. You know how that goes? Dude, like I'm Ricky. I'm noticing, you, yep, no problem. I'm noticing that, man. Like it's like the our grocery visits are getting more expensive as time goes as as time goes on. Like it's like we had Soleil, she was just drinking milk. Now it's like, oh, we gotta buy extra fruit, we gotta buy this. And I'm like looking at the bill and I'm like, oh my goodness, what is going on? And car's yeah. like, it's only gonna get crazy. Like Sebastian, the way when they like you mentioned, you have a little older kid older than mine. And it's like their stomach just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and they're never full. Yep. Yep. Just wait. I've never saved more leftovers in my entire life than I do right now. <laughs> you don't throw anything away. <laughs> hey, I've, I've got I've, – I've mastered warming up French fries so they're not soggy. <laughs> um, oh, and uh, as you guys say that, I just got a text from my son. Can I have money for gas? Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's next, Rick. That's next. It's coming fast. This fool has my credit card. I give him my credit card. That way he can fill up on Sundays. Like, And I'm like, you can get food and gas with my credit card. That's it. Simple as that, right? He's like, oh, I already ate. I already used it. Can I have more money? I'm like, fuck. Like, you don't even want no about insurance. Oh, my God. No. I don't. <clears throat> No, me neither. I don't. I need that moment. That's why I got nine jobs. That's why I can't go off. All right. Oh, I got to wrap it up because I got to yeah. work because I got boxing this week. Tolly, what do you got this week? 
Um, I got work. I got little league games. Uh, traveled to New York for some work and um, some golf on Thursday. Oh, Thursday night golf league. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa! A golf league? What's whoa. a golf league? It's just at my course locally here. We play uh, skins on Thursday night. Um, big money carryover, thousand dollar carryover from two weeks. Uh-huh. So wish me Ooh. some luck. Whoa! <laughs> big money. Whoa. He's got to yeah. buy the groceries. Yeah. Yeah, gotta, yeah. gotta feed Dude. the machines, boys. Hey, that heartbeat will be if you got a uh, three foot putt and it's uh, yeah. and you, and you have a chance to win that kind of money, that heartbeat's gonna be on the high, buddy. Eagle putt on 18 every week. Anything inside of six feet, I'm gonna let my partner putt first. <laughs> That's why we love you, Tony. That's why we love you. Uh, we'll be back again next week, another edition of the Let's Go Ricky Rural Podcast. Congratulations to Josh Tully for all the love that he got in New York City. And everybody here is going to be getting a painting from Johan in about 15 years. Uh, Ricky, you got the new job <laughs> on MLB Network Radio, so it's really cool. And you know what, guys? We're still going to do the podcast. We're going to be back next Tuesday. We're busy. Uh, but just because we're busy, we're here for you, the people. Here for the fans. That's right. Take care of you. All right, everybody. Have yourself a good week. We'll talk to you later.